in the endless reaches of the universe there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Vicky! We are Ben and Vicky. We don't even need an intro. We We don't need one. No, well, because apparently I can't help, so maybe we do. (laughs) My mistake. That's there, just so you can get all the phlegm out of your throat Yeah, I know, this is a cough cast. Yeah, clearly did not work this week. (laughs) No, but I was saying, you singing along, you could just do an acapella version. We are both wearing sweaters with foxes on them. <laughs> we finally started couples dressing. Yeah, it's only taken, what, like two seasons to get that happening. But, uh, yeah, we finally coordinated. And uh, I think that means we are in for quite a show today. Yes. People don't wear the same animal on their sweater without something amazing about to happen. I've heard that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the old wives' tale. Yeah. So uh, the amazing thing that is about to happen is our season finale. It is indeed. So some This good is the news, one you should news. keep on tape. You should probably tape over your wedding. The VHS. Yeah, that you're your wedding like. VHS. I don't know how, why you would bother since this is radio. If people have recorded their wedding. With an audio yeah, tape. on a cassette. <laughs> Then I don't know how memorable. I don't need to see my wife. I yeah. just hear her say, "I do." Like this beautiful. is the f- this is the first dance, and it's just playing "Time of Your Life." <laughs> like, it was is like that going to be your there. first waltz song? Time of Your Life, it's maybe. I unpredictable. I'll do an acapella version. Of... That was my year six graduation song, so I think the most appropriate occasion to reuse it would be your wedding. Well, they already played that on uh, earlier in the day in Sin. Did they? Uh, yeah, and ma- mentioned how it was their graduation song. So ah. I think. Everyone of our generation had Green Day's Time of Your Life. Well, no, our high school was Wonderwall. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, the junior school graduation, I think, was generally around that era. And then the year afterwards, Vitamin C's song, Graduation, conveniently came out. So it seems like there's a big hole in the market if you're wanting to get some airplay, just make a song that has the title Graduation. Well, I feel like Graduation, Friends Forever, did not quite portray my graduation experience because it said we will all be friends forever where I was like as the times change as we go on I'll be friends with some of you that I like but actually it's somewhat pleasing for me to know that some of you I probably won't see again except on a train when I ignore you that's not as uplifting a song that's what the lyrics should have been well yes yeah, I agree. <laughs> what, I, what is the actual lyrics? She wants to be friends with everyone. We will all be friends forever. Yeah, that that's uh, a big task. I know. Maybe there was like two hundred people in our U level. <laughs> I'm like, we'll be friends with some of you. Some of you will just go out of my life, not because I either hate nor appreciate. But I just won't see you. It's tough to keep up with everyone. With everyone, and then some of you, it's actually going to be a real blessing that 
that I'm not, not seeing. I'm <laughs> really glad that some of you, this is going to be my last interaction to yeah, potentially the reunion. Yeah, and I'm sure you feel the same. So it's not like I'm bullying you. I'm sure we're both pleased yeah, to we're no longer be forced to interact. Potentially mutually ignoring each other for the future. Yeah, maybe, exactly. Maybe that's what we need to do. Is A mutual ignoring song. Like that could be our graduation song that we, you know, putting our own spin on it. Yeah, and ode to those people that you don't want to see again. Yeah. <laughs> and then like a somewhat apology to the people that, you know, you didn't really get to know, so you won't be seeing them again. And, you know, like, oh, we spent six years together but never really spoke to you. I'm sure you're great and I don't dislike you. I hope your life's good. Shame we didn't get to know each other, but that's just how it goes sometimes. It's not very musical. No, but I can it's see a spoken the, word. Ah, oh, I get it. We'll just put some kind of a... Some kind of bongo beat behind it. But you know, like good. you meet people like right towards the end of year twelve or getting ready for graduation, and you have a couple of chats, and you're like, oh, they're actually like fairly decent. Yeah, why didn't they talk to you throughout all of school? Yeah, but then you're like, oh well, like that's how it goes. That happened to me a lot at university, where it would be the last week of semester, and there'd be someone that I'd just sit next to that I hadn't sit next to the whole time. Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, I could have been chatting to you this whole boring subject. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, I guess that was our one interaction. That was fun. Bye forever. <laughs> but you're like, I don't know. At the same time, you're like, oh, you're like, eh. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? I'll find someone else. Yeah, like, oh, well, never mind. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm incredibly lonely <laughs> No, And I, on that note. I, I don't know if you uh, knew this. Vitamin C actually was homeschooled. So <laughs> she didn't have to. She uh, will be friends forever with her parents. Yeah, with her, her <laughs> mum and maybe a sister. But now that I think about it, Green Day's song, Time of Your Life, is called Good Riddance. The subtitle is Time of Your Life. So... I just got a text that makes no sense. Go on. It's, it's, read it. Because your tools, my good, so easy. I was going to ignore it. You don't have to <laughs> read out everything that comes through. I know. Time. I just don't get it. Well, it's <laughs> obviously a dyslexic fan. <laughs> yes. It's supposed to say, you're good. <laughs> so <laughs> sexy. Oh, yeah, we know. We know. Thanks, thanks, kid. Whip out your tools. You're good. So sexy. I feel like you uh, weren't paying any attention to my awesome... Green Day reference I wasn't. there. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're too easily distracted by our fans. <laughs> but if you would like to distract Vicky, then you can text in 0427 767 767. So what's today's song theme? Well, thank you for asking. We are indeed playing songs about Canada. Ah, yes. That could be songs by Canadian artists or about something relating to Canada. <laughs> if you've got the old anthem Ode to Maple Syrup on your iPod, <laughs> maybe that'll crop up. Time to text it in. Yes, but uh, it did kickstart quite the conversation about Canada. It did. Are you familiar with the works of one Mr. Stompin' Tom Connors? I am not, no. Well, apparently everyone in Canada is. <laughs> because I uh, went to our designated Canadian friend yes. to uh, get some song My Canadian friend wrote, wrote to me this week about Australia. So there you go. The circle's come there we go. All right. complete. <laughs> he sent me a Facebook video about kangaroos that I liked but didn't watch. Oh, well, yeah. I can only assume it was well, good if it got access to a computer a lot of the time. Of Do you get that as well? Like, I don't have access to a computer, so I can't watch videos generally so if they get sent to me. Like it, then? Just hit like. But you were obviously on a device that could have watched this video. No, I can't really watch it on my smartphone. It's not really good enough. 
Well, that's, I know. that's 3G's fault, rather. So you just liked it. Regardless, that could, that could have just been a screenshot of a kangaroo. It really could have, it could have been video, anything. I've got no idea. It could have been his message about how much he dislikes you. And it could have like, been, yeah. and I was like, like? Yeah, <laughs> it could be anything. But, uh, yeah, so stumping Tom Connors, I feel like I should get to the point of this. Yes. We're not playing his music. Why? We've never felt that way before. Well, I feel like... <laughs> I played one of his songs because the Canadians suggested that he was, I guess, Canada's idol. Oh. He recently passed away is the information that I was provided with. And so I'm like, all right, in tribute to Stomping Tom Connors, maybe we'll play some of his classic tunes. I'm excited to get on this. Well, it's not going to happen. Oh. Because (laughs) I listened through about 30 seconds of one of his hits and I don't think Australian radio is ready for that. <laughs> so if you think that we pick these tunes willy-nilly, willy-nilly. I put a lot of research into oh. these songs. And uh, I had to pass up on the opportunity to play Mr. Connors. <laughs> but my mum, she's Canadian. And apparently when he Why passed away... Why did I forget that? He, everyone that she knew messaged her to tell that <laughs> Connors was dead. So uh, I guess they feel a lot more strongly for him than I do. But uh, if you're Canadian, hopefully this song will fill that void a little bit. This is The Bare Naked Ladies with One Week. We'll be back right after this it's with a little more Prop Shows All. You looked at me, your hand on the side and said I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me, saying get back together, come back and see me. Welcome back to the Prop Shozel. I'm your host, Ben. And this is Vicky. And if you didn't know, the Prop Shozel is the show where we propose things occasionally. <laughs> yeah, well, it used to be. <laughs> and now it's just degenerated into us recording our weddings on cassette. Yes, that is indeed what it has become. So, Ben, mm. have you had something great ruined for you by an incident? I feel like you're skipping over the important second topic here. <laughs> I am. I feel like... I have had something ruined, but there's the elephant in the room, a judgmental <laughs> <Quite literally. laughs> elephant, if you will. Several weeks ago, we teased the segment judgmental animals in brackets, especially cows. Yes, and it's not a great segment, and I have been trying to avoid it, hoping that we'd get to the season finale and it would drop off the uh, grid. Yeah, I feel like it's been taunting me for so long. It's not even a great segment. That's why I suggested it as filler, and now it's become such a built-up topic, and it's a terrible, boring topic. I'm trying to avoid it. Well, can you just give us the explanation, and oh, then we'll get so to the This is so bring out your dead. Yeah, well... <laughs> It's uh, it's on there. It's the season finale. People have been waiting for it. I have been waiting for it, if not people. <laughs> Text in your terrible ideas that have eventually been outed. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever just said something off the top of your head and then it, everyone was like, yes, let's do that? And you're like, oh, no. Really? That's the best that we got? Yeah, exactly. 0427767767, a terrible idea of yours that got accepted. Um, my terrible idea, have you ever noticed how judgmental cows are? I can't say I have. Really? Hence my confusion when reading this sentence. (laughs) You know when you're, like, driving past them, they just all stare at you with their, like, judgmental eyes. Like, so if there's a herd in a paddock by the side of the road. they all, like, walk up to the fence when you stop and just look at you. I think that's more out of boredom than judgment. No, they've got judgmental faces. What do you feel they're judging you I propose that cows are secretly judging you. Notice next time you drive past them, they'll stare at you like... What do you think you're doing here? So does this shame you into changing your mind or something? Well, you know how like when your parents are super disappointed with you, they just stop talking and just look at you and shake their heads? They don't have a suiting punishment for you. Well, they've just run out of words. Like They're just like, this is so disappointing that I've got no more to say to you. And you feel that those cows are your parents. Yeah, they're just looking at you like, 
what have you done with that? <laughs> so do you think this is, you said judgmental animals, like is cows the only example of this or they're just the best example? Mostly cows, but all animals can judge you. I can picture a dog or something doing Yeah, that. dogs can like, judge you. The whole puppy dog eyes thing can get to the uh, heart of your soul. Yeah, but I find that more, that's not so much judgment as begging, but sometimes like you'll do something and be like, oh, I'm glad no one saw that. And then your dog's like, I saw that. Yeah. If I could tell people, they would I be would. very disappointed. Yeah, exactly. You like drop something on the floor and you're like, I'm going to eat it anyway. Oh, and then your dog's like. Well, that's hardly something that a dog can judge you on. That's <laughs> their main that's uh, source of nutrition for many animals. <laughs> They're the carrion hunters of the new world <laughs> waiting true. for you to drop food. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I just think that cows are looking for any kind of entertainment. But they like, just stand there and look. They're like the ultimate porches in that way. <laughs> cows are the equivalent in our society of the old people of the animal kingdom. Okay. Where instead of a porch, they've just got a paddock so they can <laughs> hang their head over the side of a fence and watch as something happens that isn't grazing. <laughs> it's like, well, this isn't grass swaying in the breeze. No. Let's all go look. So that's a plus. Like, if that is their bar, it's a very easy bar to beat. <laughs> and so unless you're driving... Swaying in a green jacket. Yeah, unless you're doing something in, in view of these cows, like eating food off the floor or, I don't know, kicking a puppy or something, <laughs> that they can be disappointed by you. No, they just look at you like, what are you doing with your life? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it could be good inspiration. Or is yeah. that why you don't live anywhere near farms no, anymore? No, I should go out into the farmland every time I'm like, where am I going with this? <laughs> Much like this segment. I should have driven out into the farmland to do this segment. So they'd look at me and be like, where are you going with this? It would be on, on the scene report. <laughs> Text in if you've ever felt judged, judged by, by an animal. Any animal. Cow's okay. good. But cow is top of the list. What what other animals may be as judgmental as cows? I see. I just feel like sometimes, like unexpected deer, like you've done something and it's like unexpected deer that saw you do it. Do you think cows are judgmental of actual deer? Oh, animal to, kingdom judgment. We have to go to the zoo after the show to perform <laughs> some kind of experiment. No, once I like did something silly in a kitchen in Ireland and then I looked out the window and there's like a deer right there. <laughs> <laughs> just like, bam. You're like, only I saw in everything. Ireland. Yeah. What, he was, like, peering through the window or something? Uh, yes. And I didn't even notice. unusual. <laughs> what were you doing? That deer was busted you on. Well, we'll just uh, keep that to ourselves. I don't know. I, I, do you actually not remember or are you trying no, to avoid telling me? I'm just not going to tell you what it was. Oh, wow, listen. It's between me and a deer. There's, this is another tease for <laughs> the upcoming season. By the end of season three, I insist that Vicky tell us what a deer caught her doing. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode, another uh, segment of Deer Watch, I propose. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I think with that, we'll go to another song. And uh, We've just had a text in before we go, cats are judgmental. That's true. Is it? I'm just saying that. I don't know. You don't know if cats are... You had a cat for a long time. Yeah, and I didn't really feel judged. Now I I'm going to be judged by Jess. No, she was just cranky. It's like she didn't... Cats, I think, don't care what anyone is doing. They're just living in their own cat kingdom and everything. That, they're the opposite of cows. No, I feel where, like they're always judgmental in that everything you do is stupid and annoying to them. Maybe that's what it is. So it's like <laughs> everything a cow sees is exciting. Yeah. Everything a cat sees is Stupid blase, and annoying. Unless yeah. 
it's a uh, shiny ball of foil <laughs> or possibly a, a mouse. Yeah, a laser pointer, that's good too. But those are the only three things that can impress a cat. Everything else is old news. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> text in, how did your cat judge you, mysterious texter? <laughs> so uh, our second Canadian hit. Oh. I love this song. I pretty much just proposed this be our song list for this week because I'm obsessed with this song. Someone came up to me in high school, one of the normies that I never probably spoke to again. Sure. And was like, I know you'll love this song and put this earbud in my ear. I see. And uh, you fell in love with it. I love song. this song. Uh, language warning, by the way. Right. So. so this is Wayne Gretzky by Goldfinger. Such a good song. Wayne Gretzky The only man I'd have sex with Wayne Gretzky I'd be intimate with Wayne Gretzky I think he's kind of sexy I love you, Wayne Gretzky (laughs) Don't we all love Wayne Gretzky? (laughs) Yes, obviously our NHL lead goal scorer, as far as I know, at the time I think he still holds that record He may have been surpassed, but I'm not sure Weirdly, my Wayne Gretzky story was when uh, I was going for my driver's test. Yes. And that song was running through my head the whole time. <laughs> yes, I do remember you telling me this. You had the Wayne Gretzky song stuck in your head when you were doing your driver's test. Yeah, and I don't know if I even heard it that day. I suspect not. I think it just popped in there. I don't know. I sing it a lot. I used to sing it a lot in high school because it was often in my head because I find it hilarious. Well, it's one of those things where I was trying to concentrate on the test and I think if I was like a little bit relaxed then I wouldn't be so nervous about making stupid mistakes. Yeah. And so therefore you'd do better despite being a little distracted from the task at hand. And so I was singing that song and I was thinking to myself, like, why is this song in my <laughs> head? Like, Wayne Gretzky. I'm like, well, I'm not going to try and get it out. Because I, I feel like it's helping me. It's calming yeah, me. calming me down. It's a very it soothing so song. So uh, I thank Goldfinger for their contribution to helping me get my driver's license. I thank them for the contribution of joy to my life because mm. that really makes me laugh, that song. I but love it's like it. one of those things if anyone is about to take their test this week, maybe. Yeah, pop this on the old iPod. Yeah, and uh, if you pass, then I feel like you should thank Goldfinger. Maybe we've totally like hit onto a thing. This song is so calming and amusing. <laughs> and also I think it's, it's all about a man just having a dream. That dream being a sex weird sex Gretzky. fantasy. Yeah. Well, uh, I just hope that if anyone is passing the test because of that song, we don't accidentally cause a whole bunch of people who don't deserve their license or to anything. be out on the road. We might have hit onto some gold. You think that anytime you need some kind of soothing relaxation or passing a test of any kind. Maybe this unlocks some part of your brain that helps you to pass a test. <laughs> You know well, that part of your brain. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's like, <laughs> Exam passing. Well, everyone studies idiot we'll savants. we 50,000 doctors or something. Yeah, everyone <laughs> just becomes medical geniuses yeah. because they listen to Goldfinger only. <laughs> we won't have anyone that doesn't do well in their VCE. <laughs> I, got a, I got a weird text message during the week. Did you? That uh, I, I got it from a friend who's in a, you know, another state in Australia. It's like, oh, maybe he's been listening to the podcast because his message said any flavour in the grape-flavoured kingdom doesn't taste like grape. 
Yes, uh, it is rare that grape tastes like grape. Yeah, and except s- for grapes. And so uh, I agreed, and I'm like, oh, you've obviously been listening to the show because a couple of weeks ago we talked about how uh, we, we did the the text in topic: what flavor tastes most like the actual flavor it's representing? Yes, which is orange. I would. That argue. was kind of our consensus. But if you got any uh, further feedback, let us know. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, cool. What What do you think of the show? He's like, what What are you talking about? <laughs> like, he didn't even, this came off the uh, top of his head. Ah. And I am apparently the go-to person <laughs> when people are like, all right, I've got a weird thought. I don't have enough Twitter followers to uh, make this appreciate noteworthy. This. Who's going to appreciate my strange thought about Great Fanta? <laughs> ben! Ben will! <laughs> so uh, I thought that was a weird coincidence, but I did uh, I did agree with his thoughts on Great Fanta. Speaking of weird texts in, happy birthday, Sandbro. I feel like now we're going to get flooded with people's requesting their birthday message. Sorry, we do one per week and Sandbro got in first. Also, so, Sandbro is quite the name. We also got... A, texting questioning about my cat <laughs> saying Jess died and you didn't tell me <laughs> she died like I'd say years three ago. years ago at least yeah and so uh, I, I think she died while I was in Japan right I have no idea but it was it's been a while so uh, yeah if, if you wanted to partake in our feline funeral then uh, I'm sorry you missed out by yeah. several <laughs> several years <laughs> my dog's still alive if you'd like that update <laughs> Who are you, mysterious? If you'd like to attend an animal funeral at the Moore House, yeah, I'll keep you updated on Yoda's uh, life condition. Yeah, he's he's currently well. Well, as we mentioned, dogs eating food off the floor. Yes, he's getting lazier and lazier to the point where if I drop something, I think he would still eat it, but it would be a struggle for him to get up and walk across the room (laughs) to eat it. So don't worry, person who missed out on the death of Ben's cat. Yeah, Ben's dog is on the out. There's a death watch happening. <laughs> uh, so uh, you teased earlier when we uh, got sidetracked by judgmental animals, or I forcibly sidetracked us, if you will. Yes, uh, just to get it off the grid. Yeah. It was just getting built up, and exactly. it was such a bad topic. Yeah, you should thank me for bringing it up now. I am glad. It if we just left gotten it for bigger. another season, then that would have just been too much I wouldn't much want hype. someone tuning into the third season to hear Judgmental animals? Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if we mentioned this at the uh, top of the show, but we are doing our season finale today. But good news, we'll be back next, next week. Next week. <laughs> so it's not the biggest cliffhanger. It's no lost, yeah. that's for sure. Season three starts very soon, but we're at a slightly earlier time slot. That's true. Well, we'll be on at midday. Yeah, 12 o'clock. And today we're doing a double episode, by the way. We're staying until... Uh, well, it's, it's not a double episode of the Prop Shows, but we'll be joining the hosts of Planet of the Apes right after this show. So a double slot of Ben and Vicky. That's right. You can get hear us get our slightly more serious on, possibly. Possibly. Who knows? And getting into our next part of the show, we've had a Canadian offer their opinion, sort of. <laughs> well, they <laughs> we've had a Canadian in. offer half an opinion, which is probably as far as a Canadian can go. Whoa. <laughs> You're trying to start some kind of country rivalry. Well, as you probably know, or long-time listeners of the show might know, that I you briefly dated a Canadian guy, very and briefly. I am a Canadian citizen, so we've yes, got quite, it wasn't the, ben, incidentally. quite the experience of uh, Canada on the Prop Shows and our podcast. Um, and I used to give him endless crap about not being able to say anything directly. It would take an hour for him to get to a point. Okay. Like and you think that reflects on every Canadian? Yes. The worst they can do to you is write you a strongly worded letter. And even that strongly worded letter will beat around the bush for quite some time. Maybe it's because they're so relaxed. 
from listening to all that Wayne Gretzky song. <laughs> they're so, well, they're like, uh, this is not as bad as, say, Wayne Gretzky dying. So let's not get too upset. If Stump and Tom Connors got several emails worth, just wait till Wayne Gretzky dies. <laughs> we won't hear the end of it. But, but uh, yes. Yeah, the uh, the text was, as a Canadian, I'm conflicted by your music selection. How so? Please offer us all inf- more information, yeah, mysterious Canadian. Yeah, I think we need Canadian. some kind of elaboration, just because we've only played like three songs. I know. So I can't, how conflicted can you be? It's hard to, uh, I think, especially on this song, where we mostly talk and don't play music. <laughs> it's hard to gauge, I would say, the music selection. But uh, yeah, feel free to Please text in. offer like, more information, you mysterious Canuck. Like Which Canadian is what I used to say to my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Just because you couldn't pronounce his his uh, North American Canadian name. Like well, it was all French Canadian If or you want to hear something interesting, actually, I didn't know his real name for... Most of the very short time we dated. As in, you just forgot to ask him or he... I was like, just calling him by a nickname. No, no like, I... Did he trick you into thinking his name was something else? Or... He did. He introduced himself by a normal Western name. Yeah. And 60% to 75% into the time we knew each other okay. revealed that was actually his middle name. Oh, really? Yeah. And I didn't know. I thought he was joking. And then he was like, no, no, really, that's not my first name. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my goodness, I don't know what to think. Like, I was actually, like, quite Yeah, it's like, I don't know shocked. you. Yeah, it it's, felt it's, like, I don't know you. I, I was had like, a similar uh, situation with my uh, ex-girlfriend, Natasha, who I dated. Yes. Because she went by her mum's last name, but her parents were not together. And so legally she had her father's last name. Yes. So I think I saw that on a form or something that she had to fill out. I'm like, who is this? She's like, that's my name. I'm like, well, this changes everything. That's what I felt like. And his first name was one. Well, I can probably reveal his actual first name because no one calls him that. His actual first name is Patrick. Okay. And we weren't together very long. Well, we weren't even really together, but we didn't date for very long. But when he revealed his actual name was Patrick, I was like, I actually don't know how to feel about you anymore. It I is feel weird. like I quite like... Blanky McBlank Blank, his actual name, which everyone knows him by. Mm. But I don't know this Patrick guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, how much of this character is put on? What is Patrick like? I forgot to. Uh, I guess this is an opportune time to reveal my real name is actually Sir Gregory. <laughs> is the gap part of the name? Yeah, it's an. Un- <laughs> there's a triple space. <laughs> it's like an alien uh, donned name where there's yeah, the just silence a long means silent something. <laughs> I really, I I had that long and the best I could come up with is Gregory. Gregory. (laughs) You can call me Ben though. All right, I will. I seriously, I cannot, I I think it was the same. I think I saw it on his passport or a visa or a form of some description and was overcome with like, do I even know you? Like actually, I know it's ridiculous, but was yours a real, do I even know you feeling? Or was like, oh, ha ha. It was just unusual because I'd probably been going out with her for at least six months or so, that you would think a name would be probably one of the first things you learn about someone. And I turned out I didn't even know that. Someone appears to have misheard me. They said, wait, Vicky, you said you dated this guy for some time. No, I dated this guy for a short time is what I said. You must have misheard me. How long, how long would you say this relationship was? I'm not going to say that's none of anyone's business, but it was a short well, time. Well, I just mean you're saying 60 to 70 way into a relationship. If it was like a three-day thing, that's like day oh, well, two no, that you yeah, found out. It was months. Okay, yeah, yes, exactly. A few months. Yeah. But yes, short time, not some time. But yes, I actually, like yours seems like you're just like, oh, that's weird. But I was actually like, I don't even know you. I've, I've got a very good 
way of, well, not a way, I'm just, this is me not caring about things, a way of not showing my mind is being blown. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What's the way? I, I What's can, the strategy? I can just stare blankly while someone's telling me I'm adopted. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, that's cool. But like inside, I'm like, well, you're just tearing my world apart. <laughs> Doesn't take much to tear my world apart. No, Apparently finding out someone's real name is different to what they told me only a few months in this. Uh... Yeah, yeah. But it's useful in situations when people reveal something that you probably, that they feel you already knew. And so they accidentally let slip some huge secret and I can just play it off as like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But in my mind I'm like, well, I can dig deeper now and they'll assume that I already know the whole story. (laughs) But if I just back off now with like, wait a minute, this is a huge revelation, they'll shut up. That's what I – I couldn't help it. I was openly shocked. I was like, I feel like I don't know you. I'm not sure (laughs) I still want to date you. (laughs) <laughs> is that why you broke up? It isn't, no. Mm. But I was seriously like, I'm not sure I can keep dating you. Like, I don't even know your first name. <laughs> it felt very weird. All right, well, uh, I will try Text to... Text in 0427 Relationship shocks. <laughs> sure. Shocks that should have been small but actually came as quite large to you. Much like finding out my... Um, what do you call someone you're just dating? Datey? Your Fellow datey? I believe it's the call, Vicky. No, that's a bit strong. It's not even ex-boyfriend. You're not even going to go to that level. Uh, fellow datey. No. If you can't classify <laughs> a partner as your boyfriend, then you weren't in a relationship. We weren't. You weren't? No. What? We were just dating. That's a relationship. No, it's not. You've got a low threshold. What level? Okay. What level do you have to... I was going to go for a song. I was already going <laughs> to queue up the iPod. And now this is... Oh, man. This is what something. What do you think? So you think just dating someone makes them your boyfriend? Yes. Slash girlfriend? No way. What, what's your definition of a relationship then or a boyfriend and Probably girlfriend? Probably like exclusivity and sort of a bit of a conversation around that. Okay. So you're thinking if you're in... If you've got a boyfriend, you can have... No, if you're in a relationship, you can be in several relationships. No, 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 no. You can't be in several relationships, but you can date several people. That's kind of, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. So, yeah. So you can be dating several people and then when you select one, they become your boyfriend. Yeah, you sort of have the conversation. But how long can that go on for? Oh, months. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. And as long as they know that you're dating other people and it's not serious, casual dating. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I get. I guess there is a weird level in between, like stranger. Friend. Yeah, <laughs> in between stranger, absolute stranger, acquaintance, yeah. perhaps, and boyfriend. Yes, that's where we that were we the need entire a better time. Term for yeah, datey, datey, my fellow datey. All right, <laughs> we were in the dating together. And so, what? Like, this is just we'll go out on dates. We'll have drinks to see if we could make it to the relationship level. Basically, but we were like. We weren't together long enough for it to be a relationship, but we saw a fair bit of each other. But you were together just long enough to learn each other's real names. Well, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, does that mean your name's not actually Vicky? <laughs> it's just another long, silent pause as well. <laughs> yes, but that was hard for radio, so I just made one up with Fair the uh, if, syllables if, of your world. If we had to uh, wait long enough for the actual pause, it would send the radio to the backup CD. Where <laughs> it goes for, if you go for 30 seconds or more without any air, yeah, it just what, plays. Ship it off to Boston? Yeah, shipping up to Boston is the <laughs> go-to song. So uh, maybe if you go to an alien species, 
you start pronouncing your name and that song will just start playing. <laughs> so everyone will start That'll calling. be my name. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, no, I, you started off saying something insane, but you've talked me into it now. See? I, I wasn't insane. Yeah. My fellow day tea. So, yes, feel free to text in 0427767767 with relationship shocks slash day tea shocks. Or what? It shouldn't have been that bad, but made you th- reevaluate. What's a better word than day tea? Or, yes, how can you describe that weird stage between stranger and boyfriend? Yeah, potential boyfriend, is that. Yeah, but how do you... My ex-potential boyfriend? My potential ex-boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> he was my ex-boyfriend. He made it past the potential. So. Mm. All right, we'll still dwell on this while we go Feel to free to text in Patrick if you're around. <laughs> yeah, what did you classify you and Vicky's uh, togetherness as? I can't even say relationship no. now because it's just... You know, the time that you spent together. The man I used to see <laughs> is now invisible. The uh, the couple formerly known as Yeah, Vicky, Vicky and, and Patrick. Patrick. This is We weren't formally known as that because no one called him Patrick. Yeah, it's a very conflu- confusing uh, gap in the... You just tried to call me a floozy. I wasn't trying. For not committing to Patrick. <laughs> well, lucky I didn't because I didn't know for quite some time in the stage where I could have committed that his name was even Patrick. Uh, yeah, maybe that was your real name is Confluzy. <laughs> You're a confusing floozy. <laughs> Check that on Urban Dictionary someone. All right, so we're going to another Canadian track. This is... Anything Goes by Classified. Some Canadian rap coming up. Anything does go for Canadians, including lying about your first name. Well. (laughs) That was Anything Goes. This is a post-song language (laughs) warning. If you just listened to that song, you would have heard some swearing. Be careful. So uh, if you don't like swearing, quickly erase your memory now. (laughs) So uh, we've teased it for several segments now. <laughs> Maybe it's time to finally get to it. What have you had ruined? By... Something you loved that was ruined by association with something terrible. For example, just two weeks ago, Vicky was in a car accident. I was, and it wasn't my fault. And it was the car accident that I revealed on air because it had, I had an accident driving to the studio, basically. Yeah. Um, during that accident. Vicky's favourite song. Oh, yeah. Okay, it was my favourite song. All right, that's fine. It can suddenly just be my favourite song. Well, Who we cares? Haven't, we haven't even tested this theory yet. Reputation be damned. But. <laughs> Slash veracity be damned. <laughs> I don't think we've got much of a reputation anyway, so no, it doesn't matter. Nor much veracity. <laughs> there we go. We're already damned. But Sweet Caroline, I was informed, was the song ba, that was ba, ba. the soundtrack to Vicky's car crash. Which is a fun song. No one hates singing along to Sweet Caroline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no one hates it. Text in if you can prove Vicky wrong. Yes. If you hate singing ba 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 at the top of your drunken lungs. I guess that is the only requirement of that song. As long yeah. as you can do that bit, then you're golden. Exactly. Spe- no one hates it. Speaking of the text line, I'm still waiting to hear back who this person questioning my cat's life or death situation yeah, is. Yeah, if you're going to text in, please put your name because who is it that didn't know that Jess died? And we're still waiting for this Canadian to inform us while she was conflicted by a musical <laughs> selection. <laughs> or so he? There's, there's many unanswered questions. And who are you, person, who cares about the truthfulness of my relationship <laughs> statuses? But, uh, yeah, so Sweet Caroline is playing. Hashtag it's complicated. And my theory... Yes, is that now this song is ruined, Vicky? It um, is ruined. It's completely oh, it ruined for me. You don't think you can uh, listen to that song and not have flashbacks? No, I, it will remind me of... Because the, the accident wasn't my fault. So mm. it wasn't as if I was enjoying Sweet Caroline so much. I was like... I'll run in someone yeah, up the road. lane markers be damned. You think that if that had have been the case, that would have... 
you would get like a rush of endorphins every time a Sweet Caroline comes That's on. That's right. Like, and uncontro- I'm like, I can't have this in the car. Yeah, I've got some kind of uh, Pavlovian impulse to just go road raging Just now. to go crazy. Yeah. Just enjoy the moment more than I enjoy the law. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I had a similar situation happening to me recently where I got... Food poisoning, I believe. Getting food poisoning from something you really like is probably one of life's most disappointing moments. It, it's hard to live with, Vicky. It is hard to live with. Because this was one of my favourite foods. It was Mexican. See, I got food poisoning from sort of a life staple. <laughs> water? That yeah. would be unfortunate. I got food poisoning from water. Yes, dysentery, as some people oh, call that. Oh, okay. The second dysentery uh, episode in a row. I know. <laughs> no, I, um, I got food poisoning from like a salad roll. With, like, grilled vegetables in it. Well, there's your first mistake. You shouldn't have been eating salad. (laughs) Yes, because no one ever gets food poisoning from meat. (laughs) So what? Which is kind of like one of those things that you just sort of have when you're not really having anything. I don't know if there's anything in that to give you food poisoning. I don't know how. There must have been, like, a a series of ladybugs or something. I guess so. Infectious diseases. Oh, yeah, just like some sort of, like... I guess the bread could have been mouldy, but surely you would have noticed. Yeah, I got extremely bad food poisoning from like a grilled vegetable and salad roll. And so now are you opposed to eating? Yeah, I can't. It just yeah. makes me sick to even think about it. It's the same thing. Like Ugh. I regularly walk past Mexican restaurants and this chain in particular where I got my uh, meal that caused me great distress. Like this <laughs> was one of the worst times I've ever been sick in my life, I feel. I was mm. just out of it for like 24 hours at least, like a couple of days afterwards I was also in a bad way. But for at least a whole day afterwards, I was just out of it, coming, you know, in and out of a fever and couldn't eat anything and just throwing up the whole time. And I don't want to go back to that, but I do want Mexican again. (laughs) (laughs) But it scarred me for life. Yeah, I can understand that. I walk past this uh, chain every morning and see it. Do you? Wow. Yeah, and it's not the same. What a privileged position you seem to live in. There's an ironic street of just foods that I can't eat <laughs> that I am forced to stroll down it's right on my next way to, to the work. poison store. Yeah, like and everything looks shop. so delicious yet toxic. <laughs> no, so I... Uh, Food made of lead is next door. I, yeah, I should really stop licking all those uh, lead-painted walls. But I'm hungry. Uh, I get a weird sensation looking at it because I'm like, oh, that looks good. But it also makes me want to throw up. <laughs> and so I've ruined it. I don't know how long it's going to be, but I feel quite a while before I can go back to eating quesadillas again. Oh, that is a a sad tragedy to occur to any man. Well, especially because my palate is already quite limited. I just think that having the whole Mexico ruined is, is not great. The whole of Mexico? Oh, yeah. right. You think that if I uh, go to Tijuana, I won't be able to survive? No, well, I just feel like you've had a whole category cut out. You're down to, like, Asian and modern English. Well, well as you mentioned a couple of episodes Italian, back, perhaps. My three food groups, what were they? Cheese, milk and bread or something yeah, like Yeah, pretty that? much. Or pasta was pasta, in there. Pasta, yeah. So I've already got a limited palate. <laughs> and now a good chunk of it is, like, cheese is in Mexican food. and Well, I'm a vegetarian, so having... Um, vegetable rolls out is pretty much like might as well just give up the ghost. So if you don't hear from us next week, <laughs> it's just because we starved to death from uh, all these things that we were scarred for life for. And uh, on that note, we'll go into a bit of Neil Young's uh, The Needle and the Damage Done. Obviously, Neil Young, darling of North American country, Canada. Oh, yes, I was unfamiliar with that. Anyone was wondering where uh, today's theme was related? It, it is fitting in North that America. We should play it then.
That's applause for us, I think, for our season finale of the Prop Shows. You are listening to Neil Young, The Needle and the Damage Done. One of my favourite songs. And potentially one of Canada's favourite songs, <laughs> as that is our theme for this week's song selection. So uh, we're almost at the end of another episode of the Prop Showzel, but Vicky has been having quite the traumatic weeks. I have. I set my uh, bed on fire with a malfunctioning hair dryer. Is this because, as we discussed on Get Serial, (laughs) you dry your hair while reading books? With my feet. No. uh, It just malfunctioned and sparked and set one of my dunas on fire. But I put it out post-haste. But did you have the hair straightener on your bed or you actually had it on your hair and it sparked? It sparked out the back. So I was blow-drying my hair and out the back it sparked onto the bed. Wow. Yeah, I know. That sounds dangerous. (laughs) You always think that... I'm not supposed to. Was this a hairdryer or a straightener? Or what are we talking? Hairdryer. Yeah, you always think that not to throw them into the bathtub is the warning. They're like you're going to get electrical shocks and kill yourself. Well, after this, I wished I'd thrown it in the bathtub yeah. to put the fire out. And now you've got no uh, nowhere to go. It's like yeah. I can't use it in the air. I can't use it in the water. <laughs> you... Is this the Dr. Zeus warning label? Or maybe the uh... I cannot use it in the air. I cannot <laughs> use it next to a pair. I cannot use it anywhere. No, I was, I was thinking the uh, Captain Planet Hair dryer, scenario. dry my hair. <laughs> so you can still use it with earth, wind and heart. Are the <laughs> other scenario. Yes, it caused a fire. Then on the same day, I was involved in a car accident that wasn't my fault. And then we had a bomb threat at work. Well, how'd the bomb threat go down? And there was just a suspicious package. So one of the other employees called the police and then as I was uh, assisting the manager, my father, I had to um, help them clear the station. So what made it suspicious? I don't know. Because I would that wouldn't be my natural instinct if I saw a package. I think it was a package with wires coming out of it and a member of the public might have reported it. Yeah, right. And did you find out what it actually was? No. Cops didn't tell us. They just um, came and took it away. Hmm. Because I would think the best action for the police would either way be to say it's not a bomb. Yeah, well, probably they would. They just didn't really say anything. They just came with this, like, big Wally thing with, like, big green eyes that came and, like, opened it up with its little Wally hands. Or, like, the remote deactivator or something Yeah, like I felt really sad because I was like, I hope it's not a bomb because if it opens it up and You're it gonna explodes... You're going to kill Wally. Yeah, Wally's going to die. I felt really sad. <laughs> That's the... Uh, the extra scene that was deleted out of Pixar's film that we never got to see. <laughs> Wally's uh, foray into bomb diffusing. Yeah. So, uh, what, you think that these are all targeted on you? Is this... Well, I felt like assassins must be after me with three failed plans in one day. It does seem like a lot of attempts on your life in the one short space of time. Well, well played, God. I was one step ahead at every point and did not die. You think God's trying to kill yes. me? Why is... Why do you assume God over... Like, I would have thought you're a religious person. I am. <laughs> Why is God trying to punish you for that? Surely it would be the devil or something. <laughs> no, I just feel like all of those things are such freak accidents that it must have been God, and I'm one step ahead. He's testing you? <laughs> I don't know. This is like the modern-day Noah. <laughs> <laughs> the other alternative is much like the movie Final Destination. Yes, you're, you've played into some kind of trick with death. Probably. 
So could I'm we... involved in a giant chess game with death. Yeah, where uh, you and several other sexy teenagers are being foiled at uh, I'm in my mid-twenties, that can't be it. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I, I feel like there must have been someone in their mid-twenties in Final <laughs> Destination. but uh... Probably the entire cast if it was meant to be teens. Yeah, that's true. We're talking American films here. Anyway, we better get around to what did we learn this week to finish up for today. I guess so. And, uh, I congratulate you on outsmarting death slash God. Thank you. It is difficult. He is omnipotent. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what did I learn, Vicky? Well, I learned that cassette tapes aren't the best medium to capture a wedding on. <laughs> I learned that talking about a segment many times before bringing it up does not make the segment good. I think we did pretty well with <laughs> suspicious animals or whatever the hell it was. I learned that my cat's still dead. <laughs> I learned that your, your dog is sick. I didn't know that. Oh, well, he's not sick. He's just old. <laughs> I learnt the Vicky's not ex-boyfriend's name. Yes. <laughs> I learned the term for someone that you don't date. I mean, that you don't have a relationship with, with but do date is datee. Fellow <laughs> datee also works. I learned way too much about Canadian stomp and ton <laughs> I learned that Wayne Gretzky is still as attractive as he was during his NHL years. Ain't that the truth. <laughs> and with that comes to close another season of The Prop Shozel. Tune in next week at midday to hear our final season. Yeah, it will be our last season on Sin as by the end of it, I will be too old to do another season. (laughs) So uh, we've got one more season of Prop Shozel left in us. We'll make it a good one, we promise. And uh, you can podcast the show propshozel.com. Uh, you can also get us facebook.com slash propshozel. Uh, make sure you leave any segment ideas or feedback about how great we are <laughs> on there. Specifically the feedback. That's what I want Mostly to Mostly the second thing. And uh, you can email me, ben at insaneramblings.net. Or vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or subscribe to us on iTunes because we always love to uh, get more listeners. That's true. And, yeah, this is definitely your show, so make sure you text in or email in and let us know what you want some more of. So thanks for listening for another season, guys. Uh, But don't go anywhere because supposedly we're going to be on Planet of the Apes starting (laughs) in a few minutes right after this. So uh, if you want some more of Ben and Vicky, you have got it. We'll uh, finish this episode with our final Canadian song of the day. It is by Jackalope, and the track is Pretty Life. Away Seaboats. Away Seaboat.
something completely different on Sin here with myself, Nick Mason, Tony Bestlink, and little Tommy Needham. Yes. Uh, we're receiving texts here in the studio. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to Ben from Prop Shozel, which is on uh, tomorrow, 1pm to 2pm, if you'd like to tune into that. He says, good work on another season, guys. Don't be gone too long. Someone's got to keep me updated on what these crazy cab drivers are up to. I love it how that implies that's all we do. Mm. When we can't put our fingers <laughs> on what we do mm. in this studio. We're, I mean... If it's not Nazis, it's ghosts. Darks. Darks, giraffes. Mm. Tony sent me a text message just before, Tom. (laughs) Oh, God, what did (laughs) he say? Quoting something he said in an earlier season, saying, if you chucked a spear at a giraffe, you'd probably get neck. That was just a quote, because I, I have a few episodes on my phone when I download and listen to the new podcast, yeah. and I was just scrubbing through that, and I just landed on that, <laughs> and I was like, this is a stupid show. Insane ramblings.